on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. The executive branch and Congress are trying to strike a deal about the debt limit as the country marches closer to defaulting. But can President Joe Biden and Republicans come to an agreement on fiscal policy in time? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. The federal government could run out of money as early as June 1st. Without borrowing more, there is a risk that the United States will begin defaulting on its financial obligations. Negotiations between Speaker Kevin McCarthy and President Joe Biden at the White House continue as lawmakers are staring down a swiftly approaching deadline. The Treasury has been warning that the government would likely default on some bills in June if Congress does not raise the debt ceiling. Democrats have insisted on raising the debt limit without preconditions. But Republicans say President Biden and the Democrats are playing Russian roulette with America's economy after a two-year spending binge that brought 40-year high inflation and pushed the nation's debt to over $31 trillion. Here's President Biden addressing the issue. Before I left for this trip, I met with all four congressional leaders And we agreed the only way to move forward was in a bipartisan agreement. And we've I've done my part. We put forward a proposal to cut spending by more than a trillion dollars on top of the nearly three trillion dollars in deficit reduction that I previously proposed through the combination of spending cuts and new revenues. Now it's time for the other side to move from their extreme positions, because much of what they've already proposed is simply a quite frankly, While both sides have agreed that action is needed to reduce the deficit, each have extremely different ideas about how to do it. Republicans are looking to cut spending levels while Democrats have called to increase tax revenue from the ultra wealthy and large corporations. Here's Speaker McConnell. Normally we bring in 17% of our GDP. Right now we're bringing almost 20%. Do you know how many times in modern history that has ever happened? That much? Only two times. In 1944 and 2000. But if you look at how much this government is spending, on a 50-year average, we usually spend 21% of GDP. He's at 23.6 going to 25. It is not a revenue problem. It is a spending problem. So can Washington, D.C. politicians broker a deal and prevent the American economy from falling off a cliff? For more, let's bring in Mitch Rochelle, Managing Director at Madison Ventures and a visiting research fellow at the University of San Diego School of Business. Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. Good to see you, Veronica. Is the possibility of cratering financial markets motivation for politicians to cut deals? I, I one thing I hope they're not doing is looking at the markets, um, uh, although that becomes a, a headline uh, inevitably. The reality is there's there was need um, probably two years ago to really put us on a course to start dialing back spending as uh, the Democrats uh, continue in the U.S. continued to 
push forward with uh, demand side stimulus to the economy, which ultimately led to inflation. And while some of those programs have sunsetted, uh, the reality is, you know, we've completely changed uh, our view of deficit spending and the Republicans are trying to dial that back. Uh, the problem is, you know, our uh, Washington political system has gotten addicted to the spending. And, uh, you know, if you're addicted to something, uh, walking away from it isn't the easiest thing. Um, and uh, listen, the, the rhetoric between uh, the president, uh, which you played, and the Speaker of the House, which you played, um, is political hyperbole, I think, behind the scenes. Both sides are working on a compromise. And the good news is, to the question you asked uh, that led off the, my rambling here, um, a default, which would leave the markets spiraling uh, potentially out of the control, both sides have said a default is off the table. So hopefully some potentially good news with that one. So do you think investors have a working assumption then that the debt ceiling will get raised in time? I, there's always the chance, and what Congress has been doing with this issue for so long is kicking the can down the road with continuing resolution, resolutions where both sides of the aisle agree to basically raise the spending limit for a finite period of time with finite dollars. That's getting harder and harder to do because a bigger and bigger chunk of the federal budget is going to pay interest payments on our debt. Um, when interest rates were zero, it was easy. When interest rates are at 5%, it's a lot harder. Um, so the frequency of those continuing resolutions, which are literally a fancy way for a name for kicking the can down the road, uh, is going to speed up. So this is uh, the opportunity for the Republicans to try to dial back spending. And one thing to remember, um, if you recall, uh, Speaker McCarthy took, you know, 15 rounds of voting to get uh, the Republican caucus to get behind him. And one of the concessions he made in order to win over uh, the Republican caucus was with the fiscal hawks uh, amongst the Republicans who want to rein in government spending. And one of the concessions he made was basically the Republicans had the right to kick him out if they didn't think he was doing his job. So to some degree, politically within the Republican Party, McCarthy's job is on the line. So I think the stakes are pretty high. And that's why the drama continues. And that's why the market's getting a little anxious about this. Really great point. And we're seeing how this is affecting Main Street with so many Americans struggling from inflation to so many other issues. How is this turmoil affecting Wall Street? You know, Wall Street, if you look at uh, government shutdowns throughout history, uh, immediately following government sh shutdowns, half the time the market went up, half the time the market went down. The, but the most recent uh, one actually led to a 15% market slide when the rating agency Standard & Poor's, S&P, actually downgraded uh, U.S. Treasuries from AAA to AA, AAA being the highest credit rating and AA being the next highest credit rating. And they did that because of the government sequester. It was a protracted government shutdown. So um, that's what the market, I think, is most worried about. And at the time, the global economy was not as fragile as it is today. So I think geopolitically, uh, if I could add 
geoeconomically, politically, to make that a complicated rubric, I think that uh, the stakes are even high there, too. So somehow they have to avert uh, a shutdown. Um, but the the big gap here is Republicans want uh, to dial back spending, discretionary spending, and maybe even entitlement spending. Uh, and the Democrats want to raise taxes. And I think Speaker McCarthy made a good point about the record volume of revenue that's already being taken in from the tax rolls. So the Treasury market underpins global financial markets. So is this standoff shaking trust in the Treasury market? And do you think America might end up not defaulting, but at least in a financial crisis? I wouldn't say a financial crisis. Uh, I'm not ready to sound any kind of alarm like that. But could we see uh, Treasury yields go up even higher as a result, perhaps? But there's one other sort of geopolitical thing to remember. While we're having this conversation, uh, China, Russia, Brazil, um, the BRICS countries, India, have been having conversations about creating a new currency uh, and to have uh, a, a reserve currency other than the U.S. dollar. So right now, globally, uh, the U.S. dollar is deemed to be the reserve currency, meaning when you buy oil, uh, even though you may be buying it from Saudi Arabia or from the United Arab Emirates, oil, the price of oil is quoted in U.S. dollars. They're referred to as petrodollars, but they're they're quoted in U.S. dollars. And China, the world's second largest economy, Russia, which is not one of the largest economy, but has certainly some maligned interests, um, they're thinking about creating a basically a China-based uh, currency that would be um, a standard currency for the BRICS countries and make that the reserve currency. So while that drama is playing out globally, the fact that the United States can't get its act together in terms of its budget and potentially defaulting on its obligations, that's not a good look for the United States being the world's right. reserve currency. Yeah, a whole nother conversation we can have on that. Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. More ticker news yeah. right after this. 